Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, and Phil Walker. This guy just got married, which means I've seen none of the cricket. Jeff, you better tell us all about it in 30 seconds, eh? Uh, 67 runs behind, 10 wickets in hand, uh, two wickets in two overs early in the day, and then Joe Root and Dom Sibley put on 89. They batted till after lunch. Root kept getting little partnerships going through the middle. No one could go big with him, but he went on, made 100. He's 21st, hasn't made 100 at home in three years, but he got one. Looked like he was going to explode with Sam Curran. Jasper Boomer wouldn't let it happen. Kept chiseling away, took five wickets through the day. India ended up 209 behind, and they've got 52 for one at Stumps. Beautifully done, Jeff. Do you want the 30-second summary on the wedding next? I think that might be appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Well, it went for 18 minutes. The, the bribe was glorious. She was radiant. Uh, the groom was immaculate. Pauses at the right moment for comedic effect as well. Um, what else do we want? Tell, Phil, why don't you sum up your special day and tell us about this magnificent venue? Stanbrook Abbey Hotel in uh, rural Worcester in the heart of England. Uh, mm-hmm. It's totally overblown totally over the top ostentatious uh it's burning a severe hole in my cricket journalist wallet which is never never particularly big as you well know uh and i'm about to go and do a speech but you know what i want to do i want to talk about england today struggling manfully to convince yourself that they're actually a test match cricket team what is going on with that top five that top six that top seven that top 11 what is going on why can't they why can't they just deliver in home conditions when the when the push comes to shove joe root Bless him. He's done it on my big day as well. I'm sure he had my name on the back of his bat when he twisted it up for the, for the three figures. But honestly, it's, it's becoming uh, a rather hackneyed story now. Uh, but where do, you start? where do you start with this batting lineup? You've, you've watched it closely, Adam Collins. What do you think? Here's the thing. I thought we were going to come here and talk about Phil's wedding. He wants to go deep and meaningful on England's top six. I'm happy to do that. Jeff, question for you. Uh, where does this sit for Joe Root? I mean, I would have thought this is, this is sort of on the podium for his best centuries in Test cricket. Given the context, given the collapse a couple of days ago, given the stature yep. of this series and where the England team could career off a cliff, really, in the next 10 Test matches, it felt pretty special from, from our vantage point a million miles away following it on our phones. <laughs> I think it was right up there in terms of degree of difficulty, um, the situation as it was, uh, Burns and Crawley out early, there was rebuilding to be done. It, it, England almost had a great day with the bat. They they so nearly did. You know, Sibley did the right thing. He just hung in there, um, stuck around, and Root was counterattacking at the other end and taking the score along pretty nicely. The first time Sibley played a shot, any sort of expansive shot after lunch, inside edge, Rishabh Punt takes an absolute screamer of a catch down the leg side. Um, pretty unlucky for Sibley, who basically did the right thing. Bairstow did the right thing. He came in and started scoring freely, uh, moved the score along by 45-odd runs, and then he nails a pull shot, and it just happens to pick out deep square leg. So there were things that just didn't go right. Even Butler was trying to do the right thing, left Shardell Thacker with a ball that was supposed to be swinging away, except it came back in and, and kissed the top of off stump. So there were all of these things that just didn't go quite right. And even Root, he got to his 100, got to 109, and Boomer was just too good for him with one delivery uh, with the new ball. But Root was furious when he got out. I've never seen him so demonstrative when he's got out before. He was swishing the bat and stalking off like an, an offended cat. Uh, so, they, you know, 209, they could still win this game. You know, Stuart Broad picked up a, a wicket relatively early on. It looked like they could get into it. Maybe they can get into it tomorrow. But, you know, another 50 or 60 runs uh, would Jeff, have made a lot I feel of difference. like we should get one more word from Phil and let him back inside to prepare for, for his big speech. Uh, Phil... This is your day. 
Uh, you've been building up to it for nearly two years because of COVID delaying plans and all the rest of things. How are you feeling right now uh, after having had uh, your beautiful wife Emily walk down the aisle and with 120 of your nearest and dearest all in this marquee over here and again this wonderful venue. Plug it one more time. Have your wedding here. Yeah, look, Stanbrook Abbey, uh, copy them in on Instagram, do us a favour. We've got a late licence on the back of this little <laughs> chat. I'm not afraid to admit. Um, but no, I'm, I want to, I'm in the moment of talking about England, I have to say. Really? You don't yeah, want to talk about this? Truly am, because, okay. because Joe, Joe Root, as, as Jeff says, three years now he's gone without 100 in a home test match. He was averaging 33 going into this summer since the start of 2018 in home test matches. That is a problem for a truly great player. He went past the, the all-time aggregate run scorer for England this, this test match. He's crept up there. Uh, and yet, he'll be furious deep down tonight because this was a mini masterpiece in the making. And all it needed was just one other player. One other player just to stick in there, make a 45-50 odd. And then you're talking about a significant overhaul in a test match. To be shot out for 180 in the first morning, mm. not even look like a side, let's be honest against, admittedly, an all-timer in Bumrah. And they were almost there. As Jeff says, they were almost there, almost turning this thing around. We were following it. I mean, I hope Emily doesn't watch this, but my phone was alive. Don't worry about that. My phone was alive. And I watched the first session getting ready this morning. It's quite gripping stuff, actually. Um, so, yeah, it, this is the story of this England side. You know, they are still sc scrabbling around, trying to find... Not just an identity, but a bit of collective confidence, you know. And you get that sense with this batting lineup that they, they pull, they pull each other down. And Joe, he came out, he strummed his second or third ball through the covers, and you could tell that he was at it. He was brilliant in the first innings, incidentally, for that 60, 64, I think it was. He's made a few technical changes, but he is a beacon in this team. And the problem is, they are not able to identify the players around them. Now, are those players there? Are those, do these players exist? Is this Indian side just too strong in these conditions with the, the Rouge Dukes ball? Which reminds us actually a little bit of these, these Oxblood shoes that I've got. 395 <laughs> notes, by the way. As I say, I'm never, I'm never going to live again. Um, there, is, there is something increasingly rotten in, in, in the, the guts of this team, you know. And, and, and there's no question about their, their application they are in some ways victims of a curious and skewed scheduling, which has been very much the talk of the last week or two. There's a lot of fair comment within that. There's also a fair comment that the Indian players as well, you know, it's not like they are churning out four-day four day cricket day after day, week after week. You know, they turn up for their test matches here and there. So that argument falls down up to a point, I think. The question really is, moving forward, how can these boys... How can these limited, if game opening batsmen, hope, hope to, to crack it in the big one this winter? How can they possibly pull that off? Sibley is a lovely bloke, Dom Sibley. He is a cracking fella. I'd have invited him into this wedding if we had another 50, honestly. And, but if you're only going at 20, uh, strike rate of 20, 20 runs per 100 balls, then that little bit of bad luck that Jeff alludes to, that's going to come round and get you, you know? If you are constantly passive, perpetually passive then you're going to get got and and he just to pick him out is unfair because there's a collective problem there Johnny Bairstow averages literally six literally six for the last 35 test matches against straight deliveries literally six now the average among an adequate test match player is between 15 and 20 against straight balls Johnny averages six now he's a he's a world-class white ball player should he be batting five for England in this side it's lots, lots of debates around this side and it's hard to find answers at the moment.
eloquent, passionate, still has the fire in the belly on his wedding day, uh, Phil Walker, please go back inside. You've got people to see. Uh, you're a great friend of the show. It's an absolute honour to be with you here today. Uh, and good to have you in, on the final word on, on, a, on an unexpected occasion, really. Let's be said, having you on on your wedding day wasn't something we had in the forward planning. Yeah, I don't know. Stanbrook Abbey, Stanbrook Abbey, Stanbrook Abbey. Instagram them. We've got a late licence till two o'clock. I shall see you later. See you, Phil. All right, Jeff. Shall we pick up where you left off a moment ago and you can tell me more about this gripping day of Test cricket, one where... India, I mean, for all of the of all of the missed opportunities for England that you've articulated and Phil picked up on as well, uh, England are back in the Test match, and, and it almost feels as though they don't deserve to be based on their performance on the first day. But it, it's within the realms of possibility. We'll have a thrilling finish tomorrow, and that did not feel likely two days ago. I'm glad that even on Phil Walker's biggest day, his primary concern is that Joe Root was lonely in the middle. Joe Root did not have enough company. He had a bit of company. (laughs) He had little partnerships with with Lawrence, with Butler, with Bairstow, with Curran. They just weren't quite enough. But look, we could still be set up for a great finish tomorrow. 209, 52 of them done. You know, 160 odd left for India to get. That can all change very quickly uh, in, in terms of how imposing it looks if a couple of wickets go down. So, Anderson bowled really nicely off the top tonight. Stuart Broad looked to have a bit of the old zip back, had the headband back on and looked better. Ollie Robinson troubled uh, the Indian batsman again. So, <laughs> there's every possibility that if the ball moves around a bit on, on the fifth morning, uh, we could be in for a classic. All right, Jeff, give me your player of the day and your Hall of Fame, and we'll wrap this up. I better get inside as well. Player of the day, obviously fairly hard to go past Joe Root with how well he played, but maybe I have to lean to Jasper Boomer just with the timing of his incisions. He struck early in the day, uh, one of the the wickets, the two wickets that fell in two overs to help get things going. He got rid of Dom Sibley when he was starting to become a menace, and then later in the day he got rid of Root he got rid of Sam Curran, who's been such a problem for India, and he knocked over Stuart Broad first ball just to make sure that there wasn't any sort of uh, annoying 30 or 40 smashed quickly at the end in the way that Broad can do. I, I thought that was the most important thing in terms of setting up the match in the way it has been set up in India's favour rather than Root being able to press on and set it up in England's favour. All right, Jeff, quick Hall of Fame. I've really got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Mohamed Siraj, with his terrible appeals, convincing Virat Kohli to review twice. One of them was going way over the top. One of them was hitting about a foot outside the off stump. Um, and somehow Kohli went with him on both occasions. But I'd have to give it today to Chiteshwa Pajara, driving four through cover off the last ball of the day. Gets criticised for not scoring fast enough. They brought the field up to put pressure on him. And he said, oh, well, freebie. I'll just pop that through cover for four. Lovely stuff. A punctuation mark on a fascinating day of Test Cricket at Trent Bridge. Day five tomorrow. And we'll be back, of course, with the final word daily. I've got to hit the dance floor. Talk to you soon. Bye. Woodstock Cricket, home of the finest handmade cricket bats and soft goods. Visit either our showroom or workshop and experience the magic for yourselves. For bookings, contact info at woodstockcricket.co.uk.